Blog Talk Radio. Do you guys have the same thing in mind? Well, I'll tell you what. Gary Hart's done it once and for all. He stuck his nose in the Tribal Nation's business. Tribal Nation is up on the top. We're going to the top of the totem pole. But Gary Hart, tell you what, you have that pretty hair. It's going to come plumb off. Bring Stick. any team you want. Bring any team you want. Any combination. Gary Hart, we're coming after your scalp. Now, let's go. Do you know why? I'm going to show you the body that women love and the men love to fear. It's just that simple. Take a look at that. Hmm? How's that look, huh? You don't think there's You're a asking me out there? Look at it. I know. Hey, it don't take much for you to please you. Last time I was in San Francisco, I went downtown looking for a woman. You know what I mean? I wanted a woman. I couldn't find a woman. I found a lot of men that looked like women. Now you, Hulk Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. What's wrong with you, Gene? And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance, is you can run Nicky Split. Because you can't run because you got some fat asses. You go to the border has a lot of bad habits. But only ones that help me survive. Don't define yourself in a full power. Be a survivor, don't smoke. Folks, there's and Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. I guess what we're trying to say is whether you're a fat out of shape truck driver, whether you're a skinny geek pushing a taxi cab, whether you're a doctor or lawyer that doesn't have half the money we have, this is the way life is. If only wants to slap Road Warrior Hawk, he'll do it. If Tully wants to spit on Road Warrior Animal, he'll do it. If Iron wants to take Dusty Road, do all that, he'll do it. And Nikita, if I want you, all three of them, to hold you, I'm going to slap you, I'm going to spit on you, I'm going to kick you, and I'm going to go. This is WrestleCast Radio with your hosts. Ryan Cook. He's walking up the ramp with with Sami Zayn and it's saying now qualified for Money in the Bank and they're advertising that. They cut to a small graphic showing Sami Zayn on one side, <laughs> the other side, and the center of it says Sami Zayn tells all with Bobby Lashley's sister and Alex Mello. Robo Takahashi versus everybody. I, I thought I was gonna have to give him a eulogy after the the intense main event on night two of Battle of the Super Juniors. But boy, howdy, uh, did that match live up uh, not only to my expectations, but I'm hoping yours as well. Woo-wee, Alex. We're just two and a half hours away from Dominion. <laughs> like, it's, it's starting to Mary hit Dominion miss. That's all I got to say. It seriously feels like a holiday. Like... It, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm it's a card. It's it's like a card that like I, I I'm sitting here actually looking looking like reading the njpw1972.com the, the actual yep, yep. web page. That's where I'm at. Or, <laughs> or I'm at. Like, Did you get that cool pop up with Osprey and Hiromu? Just Hiromu looking <laughs> all Hiromu ish. Dude, Good this God. card could be better than. I mean, this show might be better than Wrestle Kingdom. I still think the best card ever. Ever assembled WrestleMania 17, I think this could possibly... On paper, I think already 
it could have beaten that, especially with its own version of Rock Austin with, of course, the main event of <laughs> Kazuchika Okada and, of course, Kenny Omega, a.k.a. The Cleaners. So it's just, it's, again, I, I haven't been excited about wrestling, like a wrestling card in a while. And, oh, yeah, the match I'm looking forward to, uh, Y2J, Chris Jericho, the Alpha Omega <laughs> Just a, go, going after Tetsuya Naito. It's, it's, it's insane. That's just two matches. I'm wearing my Lista Ingover Nobles de Jericho shirt right now. I, uh, oh, I didn't wow. pull the tag you off turned. until the... <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, oh, I might still cheer for Naito, but see, I have the IC title. The damn part Canadian in you. <laughs> well, I have my uh, my Rainmaker shirt, the one that you were going to grab me at the pro wrestling ah. t-store that I found in Vegas. I got that on, oh, on yeah, a hang. Yeah. I think my living room for the main event when I switch shirts like I notoriously do. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, there's, there's nine matches on this card, so it's one less than they normally do. Mm-hmm. But if you look at in top to bottom, it, it just, it, there's nothing that's like not worth a damn. Like everything is, no. so, I mean, man, blown up already. We got uh, guys, if you go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash WrestleCast radio, uh, we got a poll up for who you got, Omega or Okada. Also on our Twitter, we got one up that we posted. We've got a, a, a bunch of a bunch of votes on this. Um, I can't wait. I just, I think, yeah, I, I'm only confused. I mean, I, I love the poll, but where's Kenny Omega? Is it the ghost of the cleaner? In my computer, it shows no picture. So, I mean, is oh, that really? mean automatically he loses? I mean, Okada's all swaggerish. He's all <laughs> New Japan-like, a Rainmaker style. But yeah, just there's no picture of Omega. It it should be uh, it should be him walking to the ring, waving his hands in the air, like talking about how he's like the deal. Man, I, don't know, I hate my computer right now. Jeez, it, it might not. I'll try to pull it up mine too. I'm afraid to. Uh, I'm afraid to look at it because obviously Blog Talk finds any way to boot me. Yeah, no, there's there, there a picture of Kenny Omega. Yeah, I don't know why that's not there. there. There's supposed to be a picture of Kenny Omega, but maybe it's just my bias with Omega going, get out of here. And I, arguably, the the picture I even had before for him, uh, I had to delete because I forgot to put the show link into the thing like an idiot. And apparently when you, <laughs> when, when you boost posts, you can't edit them. So it's like, all right, Aww. well, I'll, Japan to hear it, so I had to redo the whole link. It's like six minutes remaining, and I'm like, oh, bleep, I screwed this the pooch on that one. That's late night. Can't we say, oh, bleep it? Oh, you can if you want. I, I'm not going to no, freak I'm, I'm not going to. No. There, uh, there is it's, an option I was meaning to tell Kyle that uh, you can actually hit rated R on the blog talk setup, and then on yes. iTunes, it gives us the red E. Oh, does it really? I believe so. I'm going to try it, and I forgot. I'm I'm all for that. Um, Give the number again to our audience if they want to call in with their own predictions, insights, uh, or just general excitement for Dominion here, uh, as you say, uh, in about three hours here. Well, the number is one three four seven eight five seven ten sixty. if you want to chat. We'll, uh, you know, get on the line here and – you know, yep. we'll be grabbing some calls throughout the show if, if people want to call. I mean, if we get into a, a, a debate or a good discussion, you know, hang tight. We'll get, you know. When isn't there a good discussion? Uh, also, <laughs> check us out on Facebook, WrestleCast, like podcast, but WrestleCast Radio. 
this at Ruby Riot. Um, also, check us out on at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Hit us up. We got some cool stuff. Some yeah, cool grab them also. Boom. Last, last promotion thing, uh, strongstylemedia.com. T-shirts are live. Uh, pre-orders have already yeah. come in. I got money in my pocket, actually. I got to put away for these orders. So we already got them already two coming types, in here. Two types. Two types. <laughs> so you, you get a free wristband. I mean, hey. You know, it's five bucks to ship it to you too, or if you want to pick it flat up, click that free twenty ship. bucks. Yeah, flat yeah. fee twenty bucks. I mean, that, that's you can't ask for anything better than that, no matter what size. Yeah. So we'll we'll get you if you're picking it up. Don't worry about that shipping. We'll make sure it gets delivered to you. But if you're out of state, we got to ship it to you. So I mean, yeah. come on. But uh, <laughs> so a couple options out there. Or so you can pick it up while you say hello hello to us uh, during an all in weekend. I mean, you good. Just come say hi. Yeah, we'll be at uh, StarCast that Friday, uh, first day of StarCast, uh, the big, long day. We'll be there um, doing yours truly, uh, our, our show, uh, WrestleCast. So we're excited, guys. We are excited to just, just talk the show. This thing, I mean, I have so many insane theories that I've come up with in the last week or two. The, the one you texted me earlier, it blew my mind. Legit I, blew my mind. So I'm excited sure. to get into that uh, crazy theory. And that's something, too, that I never like, I just kind of jonesed, like, just jokingly jonesed about it. Like, oh, that'd be really cool. Uh, and they finally, pers- you know, he gets rid of that persona and goes to the different one to try to be serious. But I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It was just, it was it was wild that I saw other people using his real name and I'm going, maybe other people are thinking it. Cause there's so many avenues that could lead to, to something like that happening. But agreed. Was he in another promotion? You don't have to say which one, but has he wrestled elsewhere and outside oh, of this moniker? Uh, no, he was a young lion and then he went oh. on excursion and came back with that gimmick. Okay. Obviously uh, he went where we know he went. Let's see. Uh, yeah, he he was a young lion in 2010. Uh, 2012, he went to Mexico, and then he came back in uh, 2013. Uh, he worked a little bit without a without a mask when he lost it in 2013. Came back uh, January 2014. Was repackaged as this character. Um, it's and it's been since. I just I don't know. I think it'd be a really cool thing if it happens. Um, but with that, I mean, yeah, we're... we'll dive into that later. Oof. How do you? Stuff. I mean, I was lost in his eyes. I'm not gonna lie, though. <laughs> well, so why don't we? Why don't we preview the card, and then okay. after we preview the whole card, we'll fly back to the beginning of it and give our picks and why we think they could happen, and kind of reasons as to where they may go for that. Hell of an that, opener that... for sure to to start off this tremendous show. I would say. Oh my Best God! Take. Yes, take it away on this one, Alex. Um, I mean, you have—I would say—my new favorite is a heel team, if you will, in Suzuki Goon. Uh, you have—I uh, would say—my new favorite NWA style heel in Yoshinobu Kanemaru teaming up with, of course, El Desperado, uh, battling—I would say—the future of New Japan Pro Wrestling um, in show. And Yo could definitely, I mean, they could build this, obviously, with them being Roppongi 3K, um, you know, the uh, going for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships, of course, trying to reclaim that goat. Would this be for the third time, by the way? 
Oh, I think just they didn't. They I don't I think they won, won them, back them twice. Did they? They haven't. They might have. I didn't think they won them back. After Look, it up, lost them, but, Look it up. Look it up. Chris. Oh no, I'm, is he I'm over? Pulling, let's see. Here we go. I'm I'm pulling up the uh, the the title history as we speak. But showing yo, um, I mean, uh, again, uh, show a tremendous yep, outing. And, and yo minus. Okay, two reigns already. Um, two reigns, better zero title defenses. I really. They're the they only be- people to have multiple reigns with no title chain or no title defenses. That's okay, not- Ryan. I ask you this then: out of uh, the two reigns, which is your favorite, Roman or Luther? And meaning favorite, where you have to watch. For the rest of your life on an island that you are captive, you know. Why do you want to get people to not listen to us? I I, I have to go Roman Reigns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Luther Reigns every time. Come on. Uh, but showing you again, uh, coming off tremendous singles um, matches with the uh, wonderful uh, BOSJ25. I like to say Battle of the Super Juniors, but of course it's the best of the Super Juniors. I like What are the it has a nice ring to it. Mm-hmm. No, it's not it's like a punch poker for uh, for Proris and Gorilla yeah. when they have. See, I like the battle. I'm with Alex on this. Um, but but you know, uh, all four men actually had tremendous showings. You know, of course, El Desperado having a uh, five star match, according to Ryan, with uh, Hiromu Takahashi in Night Four. I mean, again, it's it's if you have four days to kill. Watch every, you know, four matches on each uh, 14 shows, and it's amazing. Uh, but, I mean, this could be a – I mean, this is going to be a train wreck. A lot of drop kicks, a lot of elbows, a lot of flips. The show and uh, Yo will be flexing their pecs. Uh, but uh, this is just going to be an insane a junior uh, uh, heavyweight tag team title uh, bout. This is going to be Wow. And and it's been nice too because they've kept the feud going since since the title change. But the other nice thing that I liked about it too is they you know they've included Hiromu and Bushi to try to keep mm-hmm. it fresh. They still, when it was all said and done, kind of came down to the the show and show and yo being mm-hmm. proprietors titles to try to get the belts back. Um, and we we saw nice matches between Show and Desperado and Yo and uh, Kanemaru in the tournament to kind of. You know, foreshadow a little bit with it. So I mean, there was there was some some fun stuff with these guys, and I, I I'm with you, man. El Desperado might be my second my runner up MVP of the uh, best of the Super Junior behind Hiromu, obviously. Out of the masked wrestlers, where does he rank? Like currently in New Japan, just in general in the in the whole wrestling landscape. Whole wrestling landscape. So I'm going to get killed on this because some of the, like, I don't know a ton of CMLL guys, and I'm sure there's some crazy dudes there. Um, but I, Better I than mean, Dragon I, Lee? I don't know if he's a, I don't know if he's a better worker than Dragon Lee, but I think I, I think I enjoy him more than Dragon Lee because. Better character. Yeah. The character's there. He's got. He's got that attitude with him. He he can convey emotions through the mask where, that Dragon Lee doesn't always do. Um, and I and I like the, you know, he wrestles a different style too, which I like. So I think I think if I had to pick one of the two, I would book Desperado um, for an angle 
But I think mm-hmm. if it's just a one match to sell tickets, I would sell. I would do Dragon Lee. Um, but I mean, I'd take I'd take him over Bushi, I, and I really like Bushi. I like but I Bushi. Take, I, but uh, you're right, Desperado just kind of out, you know, just shined. Um, and I thought Bushi had some some good matches, but he was just more of the foil. It seemed out of this tournament. I mean, Desperado too. What do they have? Only six points. Um, but you know, it just yeah, it just seemed like more action was coming out of Desperado that I've ever seen, at least. Um, bre- breaking news: Flip Gordon loses his all-in he's qualifier. Out. He's out. He's gonna he's gonna win that the NWA title. I think that's just a crazy thing that could happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I just, I think that, I think Desperado might be my top one of the whole, like wow. any, any of the mascots. But like I said, I don't watch enough CMLL or Lucha to really, like I, I mean, obviously, everyone's going to go, well, Pentagon, Pentagon. I was about to say, Pentagon or Phoenix, like, who do you? I mean, you know, and the same thing, I'll say this too, I think Pentagon is better, but I think I enjoy Desperado more. I just, I mean, it's a weird state. It's kind of like Carl Anderson to me. Like, I think Carl Anderson is one of the most underutilized and top, I think he's top five in the entire WWE, and he doesn't get used like that. And the worst part about it is now he looks the, the WWE part mm-hmm. too. And it's like, come on, guys, what are you doing with him? <laughs> I was just about to say he's that, yeah. Threaded <laughs> now. He's got charisma and he can work, at, use him. But, you know, and some people would go, ah, dude's not even top 30. So what? Desperado is just in, in a different situation, I think, for me, because I, I really enjoy him. His his best is super. Like, I went on eBay and I was I was like minutes from ordering a Desperado mask. And buying like a mannequin wow. head and just have it sitting on my table after that Hiromo <laughs> match, like I, I, you know, and then I, I stopped and waited, but you know, and and I've I've been a guy who I thought Kanemaru was kind of blah, but when he came to New Japan, kind of just getting grandfathered in that Suzuki Goon thing mm-hmm. when they debuted a couple of years ago at Dash, he's he's really kind of found his niche with that group. And I enjoy him. I like your old school heel comment, you know, when he spits the, the whiskey in their mouth or, or tequila, whatever it is. If he doesn't attack face. before the bell, something is wrong. Like, there was a point during the uh, the best of the Super Juniors where I was like, oh, my God, the bell's about to ring. He has it. Oh, okay, good. He, he saved me from losing my stuff. Like, yeah, it, and I enjoy that, you know, and, and that's, that once again is the reason why I, I gave Desperado a Hiromu, a, a, I went full five on that, where a lot of people yeah. didn't, barely went above four, because Desperado has this set style, and Hiromu just went at him and took it to him and basically did the Desperado beginning, but Desperado still was able to adapt and be the guy getting beat on instead of cheating at the beginning. And, you know, mm-hmm. I was talking to Demetrius about the match and he's like, you know, I really like that Hiromu Desperado match. He told me to watch is because it felt like a shoot. Like those guys yes. murdered each other. It was. And I think the other reason why I liked it is that so much the beauty of the juniors right now in that division, which I think I, I would put it over the main roster in the WWE right now. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, I, again, I'm fairly new only the last couple of years with new Japan, but I think this is almost as stacked of not just a division, but a roster. 
I mean, and, and I think it's with all these guys kind of coming up together, they, they can be stiff with each other because they know their limits. They know what each other can bring to the table. They know their strengths, weaknesses, so they can play off that. And I think that's, again, what brings it to that realistic aspect. You know, not even necess- not even fully the, the, the how stiff it is, because obviously the two stiffest matches in my eyes were Hiromo Desperado and Hiromo uh, Ishimori, which I went to five well, but yeah. <laughs> the fact that, and when someone gets Hurricane Rana off of, you know, the audience, you know. I yeah, mean, don't offend freaking here's, here's the thing to, to, to even piggyback and even go farther is every one of these guys in this division are extremely uh, adaptable. Where they can go in there and work anybody that they that they need to in this tournament, and they can have a good and and we and this look at even whether whether some people want to give them the credit or not give them the credit, and if you don't want to give them the credit, this this is credit to the division. Look at how good of a tournament Chris Saban had. So everybody who goes, yep, we knew Saban could do that. Boy, he was able to just ter- tear it up and and you know and go how he should. But to the people that that think the otherwise that. You know, Saban had a good tournament, but he got he got carried through a lot of it. Regardless of your thought, the beginning of the tournament, show, I think he found his niche. I would say in the back half for sure. But but or that ultimately that ultimately shows how good that division is because if you want to, you know, some people want to think that, or even like you said, split the difference. Those guys were that good that they were able to adapt to Saban's style to make those matches that good. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so good about this division. And when you look at Rapungi 3K, Desperado, and Kanemaru, these guys all can work solo or tag. And what a better way to start! I mean, what a, what a hot opener! They give these guys 15 minutes. This could be a sprint. Mm-hmm. And when, when I say sprint, I'm not talking about Kanemaru. He's the one that gets to balance it out <laughs> because he'll do some dirty ass stuff and really make it ah. Oh, you know, there could be a crazy ref turning, nut shot, booze. Are we going to get a double mist? Like, yeah, like Jack I, and mist, like, combined? Like, it's just, they could have such a wild sequence that could be just mind-blowing with how, like, that's the other thing with Desperado is, is I, I complained for a year and a half about the Suzuki Goon run-in and cheating and how they do the same thing every match. But for whatever reason... They did the same thing in the tournament, but Desperado doing it didn't feel stagnant. Like, I enjoyed the way that he would try to cheat because every match was creatively done where it didn't just feel like the normal cheating they do all the time. Everything he did, like him and Hiromo had like six counters of the nut shot, and he finally hit it <laughs> to, to try to get that crazy, like, razor's edge pile driver thing, like... I mean, they, they just continuously found different ways to adapt and do it. And that's why another reason I'm so into Desperado. And I just, I don't see how this is going to be bad. I, I really don't. Unless for some reason they don't click right away and it's a little slow. Maybe there could be some issues with it. But I think that would I mean, be there's... by design. Because, I mean, they, they don't want to throw everything, I would say, right away. I mean, obviously, a New Japan match. How it goes, it's like it builds fast or it starts fast. Then it builds, and then it just ends on a rampant rate. We're just like, wait, what just happened? How did this just conclude? But yeah, with this match, I, it's just something where, again, I, they're they're gonna get it right off the bat, and they're just gonna beat the living hell. I mean, Yo's chest. I mean, how bloody is it going to get tonight? 
Well, Desperado don't care. That's what I love about Desperado. You know, like like you know, dude's not. You know, he was a young lion until 2012. You know, he came back and he's been a non-young lion for four years now. This dude's like, I'm gonna beat you up, and I'm gonna show that I took my licks and I'm gonna deliver them back. You know what I mean? And great point. He's gonna he. It's not like they're not taking liberties with Rapungi 3K, but I could see Desperado really laying it in there, you know. And and I think what makes Show and Yo so good is they they welcome it, embrace it, and they and they they and they go with it, and it just makes these mad. And and that's the other thing. Desperado always loves to put these these former young lions in the Boston Crab just to try to be an ass, <laughs> since that's like you know every young lion's move is a Boston Crab. He's always putting Show or Yo in a Boston Crab. It's so funny. Like he, he's talking smack. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's 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 a perfect opener, and it's a perfect storm to lead into the next two matches that are Jeez. that are nothing wrong with these matches whatsoever. But these no, are the you have to. You're just let's just put guys together because everything are, I think has ramifications on these matches. Exactly. I was about to say these next two matches are the seed planting matches. This is what's going to get you into the next couple of shows. I mean, definitely your Long Beach show. I mean, like you said, with the next match being another tag team match, surprise. Um, you know, you have the team of, you know, Juice uh, Robinson, David Finley, uh, fan favorites of the show, as well as uh, Switchblade, uh, Jay White, who, who has had a tremendous. Uh, what would you call it? A 980 of uh, a turnaround from, you know, <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom to today. Um, and Yoshihashi's uh, 80s hairstyle. So, I mean, you have that aspect. But obviously, is this a transition to where, you know, we finally see Juice challenge for a uh, for a title that's not the Never title? You know, I I by no means want to give our you know a prediction yet because we're going to talk about it. Oh, but the correct, that, correct. Sorry, sorry. Yes. This, no, no, but but like you're. I mean, you're right. That's the that's that's how you got to preview this match. I mean, there's not another way to really preview this good. But you know, with all things being said, this is how you get your U.S. title match at Cow Palace. Yeah, is ju- to get to Juice and White. You know, so that's that's what I'm saying. Like. You're 100% correct. It's, this is how you got to preview this match because you look at this match, the only, like, it's it's either Finley's taking a fall or Yoshihashi's taking a fall, I think. Or, excuse me, I think either Finley takes the fall or Jay White takes the fall, depending on the route they want to go. I think that's how it goes. Yes. I don't think Yoshihashi takes the pin. I don't think Juice takes the pin. As to who are, who's going to win, th- see, I figured out how to work away from not giving you my winner. Whoever wins, we'll talk about after. But the point of the finish is going to be Jay White's in Juice's face. Mm-hmm. Or Juice's in Jay or White's face. Or vice versa. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Juice possesses just as much, um, you know, uh, spirits than than anybody. And, and he will drop multiple F-bombs just right at you. Um, and, and He's like a young Mike Flecker. Come on, baby! <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I mean this. I need to uh, just warn you ahead of time. I'm almost done with a 24 ounce uh, coffee that I just bought, where I put uh, this thing, this thing called a stout or something. It's a, it's one of those oh. little creamer cups, but it's nothing okay. but caffeine. It says you can only take two a day for safety. Wow, I'm shotgunning this thing for the most part, and I am getting really 
really hyper, and I may talk very fast here, so bear with me if I start going rampant. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but but again, the the three guys here, Sans, Yoshihashi, of course, um, ha- have had a tremendous improvement um, for this year. Of course, Juice, but pretty much since, what, mid of 2016, He's kind of, you know, has has caught our attention. David Finley, of course, the battle with him and Jay White a few months back, you know, has, has you know, not made David Finley, a David Finley match, a fast-forwardable, you know, event for me. So this is a match where, again, I'm, I'm totally intrigued with how, again, um, how they plan to going forward, especially for the Cow Palace and kind of future, you know, setups too, because obviously – this is going to lead towards the end of the year, or possibly at Wrestle Kingdom, Juice battling David Finley. Well, and let me let me ask you this too: Do you think there's an outside chance that we're overlooking this? And the obvious answer isn't Juice and Jay White. They're going to go to another Finley Jay White match, and and maybe Finley wins. I thought about it... that. I, I yeah, I I wouldn't be against that either. I I think he's rightly do a rematch um because what did they go like 22 25 minutes um just a few months back and i i would not be mad at that decision i i would in fact be be pretty pretty excited and maybe finley goes over and you know and i wouldn't be mad with that Elgin was in that U.S. title match with Omega to crown the first champ, and they were both Canadians. We saw Omega defend the title against Yoshihashi in Ring of Honor. So, I mean, it's they're not just necessarily doing the typical. They're they're just kind of doing, you know, essentially the Gaijin or Foreigner. So, I mean, it could Finley or Juice. It really doesn't matter. But I think, you know, I mean, obviously Adam Page got the shot at it, but you know, once again, Jay White's from New Zealand, so they're they're doing yeah. it well by still kind of keeping it that way. But I was just thinking about that, like maybe we're maybe we're missing the 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 backdoor approach, and we're just trying to take it into the too obvious approach. I I but you know, New Japan just doesn't quickly you know drill out rematches like that. You know, they they, they got to wait it and let it simmer. You know, it seems like, you know, they don't go the mainstream route there. So so I think they, they want to get something new. It's everybody's behind Juice Robinson. I mean, he is way over in Japan. He's obviously over here in the States. Uh, got a huge pop in Australia. I mean, so, I mean, Juice mm-hmm. Robinson, I think it's his time finally to go again for something other than the never open heavyweight <laughs> well, championship. Here's kind of the intriguing thing. Like, even the synopsis the New Japan website has, unfortunately, Yoshihashi doesn't get mentioned aside from the, the match. But uh, it says David Finley and Juice Robinson will team with the face Jay White and Yoshihashi. Here's where, excuse me, I think it's interesting. Juice has shown interest in White's IWGP US Championship as of late and now partners with Jay's former best friend and now sworn enemy, David Finley. Can Finley finally exact, exact revenge? For White's dastardly actions, can Juice lay claim to the U.S. title? So they're they're giving us a synopsis like a movie DVD back that mm-hmm. it, it is going to be uh, the, the Finley. I mean the Juice thing, but it's just one of those things where it's like I don't, I don't know. It's 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 just going to be interesting. I think to how how we see how this goes. Yeah, I mean, I man. That's all I'm going to say. Because, <laughs> you know, obviously we want to give our – we. I mean, I guess we technically kind of gave what we how, how we think this match is going to go. But, 
Yeah, I, again, this usually would be my fast-forwarding time. Yoshihashi is a pin, is basically what we said. <laughs> hey, no, but Yoshihashi is going to probably pin David Finlay. I mean, knowing that, like you said, they're going to go probably We're a total opposite approach. <laughs> We're going to be way wrong. Oh, if, man. Sorry, I'm watching the uh, Dominion main event from uh, from last year here. And uh, if Okada, if, if that table breaks during that elbow, is that possibly the best uh, spot out of um, this whole trilogy? I, I, I think the... Because that was a I, stunning elbow, man. So, I mean, if it wasn't for that Japanese table, winning as that, always. Okada threw the elbow on Omega and trying to get yeah. back at him. I, what was the crazy flip spot that they did with oh. remember at Wrestle Kingdom when like when Omega the foot did, on the rope Jesus he, didn't crazy. he flip, flip over the guardrail onto Omega or Okada yes Omega uh, maybe there was, there was just one crazy spot uh, where the young bucks were like trying to help up Omega like you got this oh you got this. yes yes oh, yes I do remember that, that yeah but I think that was the because that was kind of the turning point where me, you, and Klecker went, "Oh my God!" Like, yeah. can't, I don't know how they can go longer. And then they went like fifteen more minutes, and we were like, "What in the hell are we watching here?" And like, you know, and that was where everybody was silent because we didn't know how to react, even though we all wanted to. I, I retract that waited. statement. The one wing angel that Omega finally hits on Okada, and the foot on the rope. That My was God. drama, <laughs> non grata. That was wow. I totally forgot about that spot there. Wow, that just made my heart just skip. It's like, oh my God, he's gonna win. No, what? You know, wow. <laughs> um, and we're getting part just, four in like five hours. Yeah, I, I think it. I think it'll go on about five a.m. Yeah. I think. I think the four a.m. hour is gonna be the two semi-main matches. I think they knock out the first six matches in the first two hours. Then they do the junior and the IC in the next hour. And then the next hour they do the Okada. But kind of closing out, I guess, what would be that first hour? Toru Yano and Yoshihashi taking on Zack Sabre Jr. and Minoru Suzuki. Wait, wait. Another tag match? What? <laughs> uh, this, this is, it's, it's cool for the reason that it's just a simple chaos versus Suzuki match. But mm-hmm. the fact of how much at that Super Junior final when with Suzuki and Ishii just annihilating each other in that, that tag match that I was telling you about? I mm-hmm. That's what, like, God, I hope at Dominion these two face each other somehow. And it's, we're getting it. Um, we Ishii and Zack Sabre, them two will be tremendous. Uh, we get the goofy Yano. Over under three times Toru Yano is uh, folded up like a pretzel by Zack Sabre Jr. Like over under three, yes. Uh, over. <laughs> Yoshi or Toriyano essentially playing the Yoshihashi role of this match. Um, as the nope. whatever. Yano's gonna finally get the pin over uh, over Suzuki. I'm calling. Didn't it. he beat him in the G1 last he year? He did didn't beat he? him in the G1. Yeah, that's right. 
That's right. Like duct taped his I legs. I can't wait to see Ishii and Suzuki just brawl out. You know, while there's a match, they're probably just going to brawl everywhere as Yano's writhing in pain as his arm is folded behind his, like, calf muscle. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, otherwise, I mean, there's not a lot to talk about that match. It's just going to be a nice filler beat em up kind of match. There's nothing that I think really has any implication on anything in that match. So I think it's just kind of a preview of two guys we're going to see, or four guys we're going to see in the Super Junior, or the, the G1, which G1. I, I can't wait because I'm sure they're going to announce it tonight. Um, I hope they... I hope they announce the blocks, but I think the blocks don't get announced until Kazuna Road, which is like the 19th, uh, like the 23rd is when they usually do the Kazuna Road shows. Um, but, I mean, anything else you really want to talk about on that match? I don't think there's a lot to touch. Um, No, I mean, like you said, there's no implications, but, I mean, I guess I could bring up this question, you know, kind of later on when we give our predictions, but I, I hope... Uh, Zack Sabre kind of gets a, a stronger showing, especially kind of having uh, that murderer's row of, of victories and then, you know, kind of coming off with a few losses after after that stretch. But, uh, yeah, we'll dive uh, dive into that a little bit more. But, uh, hey, not a tag team match in the fourth match here. Um, the uh, never open weight, of course, there's that title, championship, a three-way <laughs> match here. Uh, the 17th champion, Hiroki Goto, will battle uh, is he is he cool still, or, or or do we still not like him? Uh, Michael Elgin, that's his uh, ring name, uh, and of course Taichi, as he uh, again kind of enters that heavyweight division. Uh, this is as hodgepodge, I think, as you can get. Correct. Obviously, yeah. they've been building to Elgin and Goto, and Taichi kind of snuck in there, you know, over the last couple of uh, weeks here, um, or was it the last show? He kind of just showed up, but. Uh, uh, again, this just this is the match where I would be like, okay, this is the the bathroom break or making an omelet at at uh, three thirty a.m. <laughs> I I think it's going to be interesting to see where it goes here. We got a we do have somebody calling. Let's see here. where it goes here. Caller. Yo, hey guys. Yo, George George I, I only, Sportscast. I can only imagine how stoked you are right now. <laughs> we uh, we're T minus one hour and fifty two minutes until uh, the bell time. I I cannot wait, Jordan. You should be watching this with us. I, I should be. Yeah, I'm, I'm a terrible human being for not doing that. <laughs> so what, what brings you? Uh, what brings you by the Dominion pre-show tonight? We're know, actually taking calls uh, for you. I, I like it. I like it. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to chime in. Obviously, uh, I, I know it's not sportscast, but obviously everyone is aware that, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Golden State did win the championship um, at one point during which uh, post-celebration, Nick Young uttered the phrase, I went from being switched on to putting a ring on. Oh, God. That's, <laughs> that, that, that gets this. Why not, though? Who's trying to keep our now, dickhead? <laughs> um, no, but uh, the, the triple main event looks super stacked. Uh, obviously, I think uh, you, you have a potential for a, a combined 15-star uh, uh, headlining <laughs> event there. I mean, you know, if if, if all goes well, uh, I think you're going to have, uh, like you said, you're, you're going to have damn near uh, an hour and a half probably in three matches 
to uh, to to look at the, the beauty that is New Japan. So I'm pretty stoked. The main event uh, going gonna, 90 gonna, minutes I'm, easily, easily. Yeah, uh, I was going to say the main event <laughs> might go an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> and if it does, that's going to be sweet. Uh, I, I, I do look for to be at least one super quick, uh, like cheap pin somehow. Um, kind of a weird, uh, a weird situation, but uh, I'm sure. I'm sure it's going to be, again, everything that you guys uh, want it to be. Um, I'm going to sit back and listen, so if you want to throw me on the mute, let y'all carry on. I will, uh, he, quick, he ducks the Rainmaker out of exhaustion. My God, that's a beautiful spot. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Jordan, real quick before we let you go, what's your picks on the big three? Yeah. Uh, I, I, got, uh, I got Jericho coming away with a win. Okay. I got... I got Okada, unfortunately, losing. Okay. And then uh, I got my boy, Will Ospreay, handling business. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Thanks, Jordan. I'll throw you back up. You appreciate the call in. Thanks, man. Uh, George Jessica drops knowledge. He's he's such an Osprey mark after watching some of the, I remember, I remember the first time he watched it. Like, he's texting me as he's – he just booted up Access TV because he finally could see it, and he did – I need to watch. Like I had to give him the password to New Japan World. I'm like, here, you need to just watch. <laughs> you, know, you gotta be ready. Um, yeah, dude, the, the exhaustion duck. Oh, God, I, dude. Oh, okay. Anyway, we're gonna get to it. Um, I I think Taichi has a chance to 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 really show out here. You know, the Elgin thing is it is what it is. I. I'm at the point now where, yeah, it was fun criticizing him and destroying him, you know, because of, I, I didn't like him since 2004 or 2005, even before anything, before anyone knew who he was even. And that was because I personally didn't like him from, you know, from North, from NIW, the, the wrestling company I used to work for, but he's a great, he's a great worker. And when it's all said and done, I need to enjoy the match and I'm going to enjoy this match. I think, Everybody brings a certain flair to this match that could actually make this better than yes. people think. Um, yes. On paper, yeah, I mean, this and the tag match we really didn't talk about right before this are probably the bathroom breaks. But if Goto and Elgin get going with each other, we could see some gross, gross maneuvers. Huh. I, 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 I am in amazement of, of Elgin's athleticism. I mean, how he can move and, and his he drops a beautiful German. There is no denying that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. going to see those two beasts just uh, go stiff at each other is going to be nice. And, again, the wild card, you know, with Taichi, you know, uh, of course, you know, I'm not the I've never been really the biggest fan of his, especially when he was a junior. But as I kind of said on Monday, he is that wild card. You know, it's kind of a title that's, hey, it's there. So, you know, they can they can play hot potato with it and kind of see, you know, it's kind of the, the scale to see if that person, you know, can hold, you know, maybe another title like the IC title, you know, or, or maybe a tag, you know, run, something like that. So I think that's where, you know, this championship kind of lies there. So that's why it wouldn't hurt if Elgin or Taichi, you know, win and- tonight. Taichi's had some fun singles matches since he went heavyweight too. I mean, the the whole Naito thing was cool when he dragged him out of the stage like mm-hmm. through that little hole in the ground, like because <laughs> you never expected it. Like, well, I mean, that wasn't I mean, a match, but yes, I mean that was that was no, pretty but I mean, damn like memorable. the way it, it built to the point where their match meant something, so it was, Correct, it was entertaining yes. because there was a story and not just two guys working. 
So he's he's had good stuff since since going heavy and I, I don't know. I'm I'm a little intrigued for it. I I think I'm intrigued because we don't know what's gonna happen. And that's why, you know, this could be a two star special. This could be four stars. I mean, we don't know what it's gonna be, which I think is what's what's so nice about it. But one that I do think is going to be tremendous. Uh Evil Sonata, Los Ingover, Nobles de Japon defend their Ooh. IWGP tag team championships against the Young Bucks who are looking to be the first team since Yujiro and Naito, team no limit to become both junior and heavyweight tag champs in their career. Um, you know, a lot of people don't remember that this is actually the Young Bucks' second time going for the heavyweight tag titles. When the Briscoes were champions as the IWGP heavyweight tag champs, they were trying to unify the division and get rid of the junior tags. So the Young Bucks had wow. one title shot before, which I researched and looked after we talked about last week, but... You know, I guess a lot of it for me looks like, you know, do they are, do they want to make the Bucks double champions since they have those, you know, you know the the six man open weight tag never open weight tag champs with Marty Skrull. Uh Do they want to just you know keep trying to elevate them slowly but surely like Gato's good at a lot of factors. But one that we are definitely sure of is this is going to be a fun match. Oh God, yes. Um... Just seeing the Bucks kind of take on, I mean, Evil Sonata, I mean, they're going to be tough. They're just going to throw all of their weights at them. So it'll be interesting. Uh, I hope Matt's back is, is doing okay. But, um, yeah, these LIJ, they're, they're just going to put in some work on them. I mean, this is going to be a slow burn of a match, you know, kind of, I think, than your normal Young Bucks match, just because LIJ, you know, yes, you know, Sonata can, can move gracefully in the air do the help of his, you know, uh, faux hawk there. Um, but I, I think this is going to be kind of a turndown match. I don't think it's going to be your, your, your typical, um, you know, kind of fast-paced Bucks match. So I, I'm, I'm intrigued to see, you know, how they change their style, um, you know, entering upon this new division. I, I'll say, too, I won't be shocked if it's not as different as we think it will be. I, I really think Evil and Sonata can – work a buck style through part of this match. And I think when the bucks go on their offensive run, I think you got to let them do some of it because that's why they're over. That's what they're good at. And that's their offense. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think mm-hmm. they can change all everything this, you know, like if they slowly adapt with different things, I think is a good slow build on it, but you know, and that's even a good story. Say they say they don't win, they can come back and go, okay, we can't do the same things that we were doing in the junior division, so we have to start changing. And that's how you can show the you know eventual change in their wrestling style just in this new Japan heavyweight division. And that's something Gato could very well do because he's so smart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what do we change with it? But you know, they, they're not going to be able to throw evil around as as much as they do with some of their other stuff. I, I, I think Sonata's gonna move with these guys a lot, and I, yes, I think yes. we get the, I think we get the match you're talking the evil with 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 this, but I think we get a little bit of the other thing too, and I think that in the long run is going to make it really enjoyable because we're gonna get both. 
And I, by I kind of both... see this like a Bucks Bristol's match. Like I can see a very even parallel to how you know how we've seen those two teams battle over the years. I think it's going to be kind of very similar because again, you know, one moves gracefully, you know, kind of like a junior, you know, with Sonata's in that role, and Evil's just your big bruiser. You know, so, you know, who possibly could take the fall. So, I mean, it, it has so many different different calibrations on how it can go. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. I I really believe that they're going to they're going to Is that what marks this show so so great is the unpredictability of each match? Well, there's so many different avenues that a lot of the only ones that we can really be sure of what we're going to get. And I say that as a good thing, not as well, they're predictable with what they're going to do. No, this is what we want them to do, is Okada Omega and Osprey Hiromu. I want them to have a Okada Omega-style match. I want a Osprey Hiromu match. I, you know what I mean? Like Those are the ones where it's not broke. You don't need to fix it. You just add to it. And that's what I'm sure they're going to do. Because Naito Jericho, we don't know what it's going to be. How much of it's going to be a normal wrestling match, or how much is it going to be like Omega and Jericho, where there's going to be a, you know a lot of plunder and blood, you know? So <laughs> one match that I I will say though I think will be on the slower That's pace. That's the great side. name of a heavy metal album, by the way, Plunder and Blood. Plunder and Blood. We're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Jordan's gonna grow out his his hair again and be our singer. <laughs> Um, you gotta get, one you match, gotta get scum himself though. You gotta get Klecker to, to kind of rock out. Klecker will be on the drums because he crushes the drums. <laughs> he totally has the drummer mannerisms too, like pointing to the crowd, like yeah. And he he got the scrunch face while he swings his sticks. But uh, I I think our next match, six man title or six man tag match, kind of a, kind of when you know you mentioned the hodgepodge earlier. This is kind of a random match, but you know I'm not no. mad about it. And I'll take. Um, are you being sarcastic or serious? No, honestly, it's it's really not a hodgepodge. It makes perfect sense. I mean, you have the elites. Of, well, I shouldn't say the elites. You have the premier Bullet Club members. You know where we thought, and and nothing against the Tokyo Pimp and uh, you know your your highness Jason. there, uh, and 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 Chase Owens as well, who we thought was going to team with the villain. You know, to be in this, but they kind of bring in, you know, Adam Page and Cody, which, hey, I'm not mad at, you know, kind of keep the streak of those two coming along. But for Rey Mysterio, I kept thinking, mm hmm. It's weird. (laughs) I just think it's cool. Mysterio and and Liger teaming up. I don't know. I I think it's special. And I'm not someone to say, a Rey Mysterio match is something I'm looking forward to or special, but to see kind of that historical importance and, Oh yeah, you got Tana ace himself of new Japan. You got the legends versus the club bullet club. I mean, this is going to be brutal. And, and Cody, you know, obviously knowing, you know, the, the other half very well, you know, the, the importance and significance of, of that relationship there, they are going to go, this is going to be a mixture of, you know, so many different areas of wrestling. You're going to have your old school aspects with Cody. You're going to have the new school, you know, thing with Marty and, and, and Paige. And then you have the classic styles with Mysterio Liger and how Tanahashi has carried New Japan over the last six, seven years. 
I mean, this is kind of a, a weird dream match. Like you said, a hodgepodge. But this is just like, what the shit's going to happen? Who's going to take the pin on this? What action is going to happen? And will Rey Mysterio blow his left knee out again? <laughs> so many questions. So I'll say the reason I thought it was a little odd is, one, they were obviously hyping up Rey Mysterio versus somebody one-on-one. Someone. So I, I, I thought, you know, you'd want to have the one-on-one contest in this match. Um, they didn't do it, whatever. I also think it was just a random inserting of Hiromu or Hiroshi Tanahashi into this, adding yeah. him with him. And then the whole Liger making the save, jumping the guardrail, yelling at Marty Skrull, you know, Come we're going to bring Mysterio. For that. Oh, I was market. Now, now let me say this as a fan. I think this match is going to be awesome, but as somebody analyzing it, I'm a little confused. I'll say it that way. Cause I am like, dude, Liger is in there. Yeah, but New Japan, Japan does this all the time. They just throw random teams sometimes like this. Sure, Why not but, make it a star-studded affair? Oh, and I agree with that. But, but the face team has no allegiance to each other. Liger was supposed to wrestle Mysterio. Uh, yep. They also wrestled before. It didn't happen. Liger, you know, hasn't done anything heavyweight Maybe Liger turns on years. And they're going to set think, it up at the Cow Palace. <laughs> I think you're building two matches out of this thing. I think this gets us Ray and Skrull at the Cow Skrull. Palace. Yep. And I think it gets us Cody Tanahashi at the Cow Palace. Ooh, That's they, why I think they did this. Have they done one-on-one before? I don't believe so, no. Wow, that could be... Wow. And if you that, really need to fill extra matches and use Liger on the show like you probably want to because he draws, you can do Liger Adam Page. So, <laughs> I, I, I and, and that's not a bad thing whatsoever, too. I mean, no, that, that'll be a no, fun but I match. Just like how, I, I just like how you're like, oh, yeah, they have, there's two other guys. Yeah, throw them in a match. <laughs> well, and, and I say it, the only reason I say it that way is because, you know, before they treated, you know, the American shows were kind of just, yeah, we're advertising Liger and Mysterio, but, you know, Liger yeah. hasn't done much in the, in the broad spectrum of New Japan this year. But now that yeah. they're treating the U.S. shows as like New Japan proper with the way that they're, they're included in the lore of the angles. Liger isn't a player really anymore in New Japan. So it's not like, you know, he, he's not, he wasn't booked on the super juniors. He wasn't booked on any of the undercards. You know, he wasn't really booked before on dominion. I feel like they only booked him to set up these, these, this match was made just to book three matches for Kyle palace because they haven't booked anything or started any storylines for Kyle palace. That's so what I like think the cane of new Japan. Um, better, I don't know if obviously. I just, dis- <laughs> But you know, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like Nagata and and you yeah. know Satoshi Kojima and stuff, where it's just okay. You know, Nagata's there doing the multi mans when they need to be. Um, Liger does the multi mans when they need him, but he's not part of angles anymore. And that's why I think this is true. True. You know, and we'll get to it with my with the predictions as to why I think Liger's in the match as well. But I think this is to get three matches or two at least for Cal Palace. Agreed, I, and, and and I would not be mad with either, you know, those two, you know, possibly three, because like you said, Liger is so over in Chicago, it, it was just respect yeah. everywhere, it was beautiful to see, and yeah, I, I can't imagine, um, you know, but you know, this is like the last run of his career, though, so I mean, 
you know, like you said, it was supposed to be a singles match. Maybe that's why they kind of went with this tag match route. Maybe Mysterio's still kind of coming up from that injury he had earlier this year. And, and you know, Liger, he doesn't need all that work. I'll say this is, you know, let's not forget it. Strong Style Evolved. They had the angle with Skrull and, and Mysterio. Um, I think I could see the the original plan for Dominion being Ray versus Skrull, and they were planting those seeds. And I haven't done research since we talked about it when you were in town uh, last month, but I feel like what the reason they're doing this is they're going to do Mysterio Skrull. Instead of doing it at Dominion like they planned, they decided to move it to Cow Palace because of the low ticket sales. Correct, yeah. And, and, then that, and then they're also doing, well, we already got people buying New Japan World for Jericho. Let's give them Mysterio with Liger uh, against Cody and bring Cody in again with, with Paige to try to get more U.S. subscriptions. So I think this match was literally, and I think that's why the graphic was originally made so early for Mysterio versus, you know, just the silhouette is because that was the plan and, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked halfway through the best of the Super Juniors they changed their mind and decided on this. You know, and they probably said, well, let's, and you know, maybe they were planning on doing Tanahashi in a one-on-one with somebody like Cody. And they're like, let's just save all these for, for Cow Palace. So, and, and if that's the case, that's why Gato's a smart booker. Is he realizes we already have Okada Omega, Naito, Jer- Naito and Jericho, and we have Osprey and Hiromu. But Dominion sold out over 10,000 seats before really anything was even announced. Mm-hmm. And Gato's the guy who's smart enough to go, I don't need to give you something when you've already bought a ticket. It's like, it's like why a lot of people don't like pre-ordering Ubisoft games anymore. Ubisoft will show you all this stuff, but then once they get all these pre-orders, they don't, they don't well, we'll just save it for later because we don't need to do it because we already have your money. You know, Gato already has your money. What does he need to? What does he need to give you all this if it's not Wrestle Kingdom? Because he's already. I mean, we're already getting a triple header of a main event that's going to knock everyone's socks off. So I think it's smart, and you're you're given three good matches for Cow Palace. Agreed, and and I think it might. Yeah, I I can't wait to kind of give my take on on where I think this match could go because I think it would be a little bit more interesting and different and something that could get the uh, the fans out in the California uh, something to be scratching their heads with like what and then also be excited about that prospect. But we'll we'll talk about that a little later. And one one thing you brought up, I may bring up later as well in a different form. But I mean, can you really? Can you really turn Liger heel? I mean, they tried it with Control Terrorism Unit, and it, and it didn't work. And that was I don't back think when it's Liger... necessarily a full heel turn, but I think it's just a two legends, you know, just be like, hey, this has been supposed to happen. You know, we were supposed to happen, you know, a couple times before. You know, let's just, you know, maybe it's the sense of frustration where he just is like, you know what, screw it. Maybe he walks out or he trips up Mysterio, something like that. It's not necessarily going the full turn, but it's just something so to kind of build for this match. Okay, yeah. I see where you're going. I was just because I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I don't, I don't think you can turn liar. I think that's like no, I, blasphemy. It's not, it's not NWO or anything like that. Is not going to overtake the Bullet Club or Lij or anything? Oh so, yeah. yeah, no, nothing like that. But it's yeah. 
I, I, uh, I would be happy with something like that. I, I think it would be different, and I think that would leave the audience in Japan kind of in a uh, shock and awe kind of state. I, oh, that's, that to me is like when. If that happens, when you do a sad liger post on the, uh, on the WrestleCast uh, Twitter page, don't forget at WrestleCast underscore SSM. I, I, what I will do is shake my head in disappointment with the company. Like I did when Austin went heel with Vince after mania 17. Yeah. When Austin went, this was the stupidest thing I ever did. That's, I think, honest to God, what I would do if they turned Liger. Like, you waited until he was about done just to turn and have a, a geriatric fight with Mysterio who can barely walk. <laughs> My knee. <laughs> Dude, let go, it hurts. <laughs> <Ouch>. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find that WCW Worldwide where they were on. They should put those on the network. Armbar. Uh, <laughs> but then what was the, the the moss or the three handed moss tree covered moss credenza family credenza or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know uh. we three. Will Ospreay defending the Junior Heavyweight Championship against Hiromu Takahashi. I, you know, I, I met, there's, this doesn't need hype. We, none of these no. matches that we're talking about these last three need any hype. We know what they are. They're going to be tremendous. If you guys are looking for something to watch while listening to the show right now, go back to their new beginning match. What was that, February? Between Ospreay and the Hiromu um and, and just probably expect that times a thousand um just within a few hours here at Dominion. I mean, I, I think they, you know, almost stole the show um, you know, kind of at at new beginning this year and yeah, like you said, there's there's nothing to really introduce because it's just going to be two dudes just wow. wow. <laughs> so, I brought this up to you on air uh Monday, I think, where I, I was talking and I kind of said, I think right now you could argue that Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world. Um, I, you know, I thought he's giving Okada a run for the money because Okada's kind of like LeBron James. He's always going to be in the running for the MVP. It's just a matter of if he wins it or not. If somebody else has just a hotter year kind of because it's a traveling thing type thing. Yep. But I think, I think for a lot of the reasons and after thinking about this tournament and analyzing the tournament and just thinking in general of what he's done, if, if I were to, if I were to ask you, um, say, say with, with selling, you know, who are like in, in all of wrestling, how high do you rank, especially after the match with Ishimori, how high do you rank Hiromu on selling? After, like, the way he took that gut buster where it looked like somebody killed him. Like, his eyes yeah, were just I, open. I, I was about to say, I, I mentioned, you know, probably a few shows back, too, like, Hiromu, I, I've noticed the mannerisms, you know, since he has, you know, lost his title. You know, I had that year of just walking, you know, the, the ring, if you will, all across Japan. Uh, you know, and, and Daryl, you know, kind of with the grief of losing Daryl, he's just kind of been there. And, and, and like you said, the selling, the mannerisms, the, 
you know, just the expressions um, have been more out there, been, you know, more easier to see. But then he just gets right back up and just inflicts the same pain he just felt for that small instance and tries to give it to you for an extended period. So, so back, circle back here. How high do you rank Hiromu in all of wrestling selling? Like, how high would you put him? Here to go, where would you rank Hiromu on selling in all of pro wrestling? In all of pro wrestling, I, I would put him in top three. I'd probably put him two. I'm trying to it's think crazy. who would be above him. But, I mean, Finn Balor is pretty damn good when it comes to selling. I would say and Shinsuke exaggerated for sure, but... And even if you don't want to, you know, even if there's not an exact number, because you got to think about it, he's definitely top five in selling in the world. Agreed. Agreed. Um, let me ask you this. How high do you put him with his charisma? Oh, I mean, easily top, top five <laughs> for sure. His charisma's off the charts. What about his wrestling ability? <laughs> his, uh, his, his crash pad ability. Um, no, we'll- we're going to get to that part. We're going to get to that part. But, like, with, with the way that he can work His wrestling match, ability, I put him in the top ten in the world. That's totally good. The, the way that he can wrestle, where do you put his adaptability with how well he can wrestle a 25-minute sprint to a breakneck pace match to a great submission match like he did with Kushida a few times, like, this dude can adapt to any style. I mean, is this another guy top five who can adapt to anything? No, no, no. Besides Okada, I mean, honestly, I, I know it sounds like we we are, well, we are. But you know, Okada, he is, I would say, the top when it comes to adapting. But yeah, Minoru, uh, yeah, Minoru is definitely, or Hiromu, sorry, is definitely up there. I mean, in, in, you know, like, and the other thing I wanted to, I wanted, I was going to bring up, and obviously, for those of you who don't watch the interviews with the subtitles, you you won't get it. But this dude might be top five on the stick. On stick, yeah. Uh, he he wins the Super Junior, and he's they're trying to interview him, and he's just panicking because he broke the trophy, and he's. You know, he he's cutting a promo about his book that he drew of all the people. And, like, you know, he's cutting promos, you know, showing showing serious sides. How he said he's going to be the first junior to win the heavyweight title. And, you know, I mean, there's so many there's so many avenues. Like, this dude cuts a really good promo. And it's believable with him being a star in these matches. And, and lastly, let me ask you this. When you take all the guys, you know, at least this year, who have main evented big shows. So you can look at, you know, Impact Redemption, you know, WrestleMania, you know, um, you know everything like that. You know, uh, new beginning shows. This dude's main events and big matches that he's had has delivered in, you know, he may have two match, two top eight matches this year. I I would uh, 100% agree with that. I mean so let me let me say this real quick. Putting that all together with what I said about the Osprey and Okada situation. Talk, you know, few people talking to me about it, you know, kind of basically so talking talking me through it the way I talked you, kind of trying to talk you through it to get your mind going with it. I think you could argue that Hiromu Takahashi is the best wrestler in the world right now. No, I I think you could could argue he's the best wrestler going right now. And 
watching Ooh. him in the really makes that a tough case because I'll tell you this, I got I, I've ranked I, I think I gave out seven five star matches this year, and he's the only guy not named Okada that's in more than one of them. I was about to say, I'm going to probably surprise the, the hell out of you. I, I would say this is probably, a, since I've been able to analyze Okada matches a little bit more, um, you know, easier now with the, the wonderful uh, app. Well, could use a little bit more work, but the wonderful <laughs> app that is uh, NewJapanWorld.com there. And I still would have to say Okada's probably number one. But you could definitely make a huge case um, with Romo being two or three. And and you know and there, I don't huge think there's any up from the tournament. I mean the 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 battle or best of the super junior. I mean, like you said, he had easily two, possibly three. Um, you know, top uh, five star matches. You know, that kind of lead the tournament to hell. He won it after being, you know, what, what do we say? He had over 45 minutes leading into the final night over Ishimori in the finals. <laughs> like, he ran a marathon and a sprint. And he never also, you know, Yeah, he, never he took a Hurricane Rana from the, the, in the audience. Like, yeah, off he, of a he stairwell. down a flight of stairs after trying to powerbomb uh, Ishimori down said flight of stairs. After I've never John seen that. the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, look, last year at this point, you know, obviously it was who's the, who's the best wrestler going because we were preparing for our mid, mid-year awards. And it was Okada Omega, but, you know, AJ Styles was always right in that, in that stratosphere and because when you're grading you know wrestler of the year type thing you have to put all like the major league baseball all-star game you got to at least include one from each organization i was gonna even say say two and say you know we argued braun and Nido in there you know Nido could be considered and braun because of the package he gives we thought was a top five guy and he actually made our top five of the year but i'm gonna say this I think AJ and Omega got bumped out of two and three, and I think Osprey and Hiromu are two of the three greatest wrestlers alive right now. The best wrestlers is going right now. And this match, because of what what my question marks are with the main event, and we'll get to that in a, in a few moments here when we talk about it, this could be the match that seals the show. This match could be better than the main event. I really believe it. Because Osprey is on the top of his game, Will Osprey can go in there and he can turn chicken shit into chicken salad and make, you know, he can turn water into wine. I mean, Will Osprey is incredible. He's one of the best going. But Hiromu Takahashi got better and better and better and better and better every night. Began running the table like we we praised him when he made his Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom debut, you know, 17 months ago or whatever. And he's having that stretch, but on crack right now of good matches. <laughs> God, I how just, old is he, by the way? I don't think he's 30 yet. You know, I, I, I don't think he's that. Um, I can, Osprey I can is silly young. Um, what is he, like 25? Um, let me see well, let's here. See here. It's, uh, Hiromu, Hiromu Sakahashi. 
I, I'm trying to, I got to do this on, on the Wikipedia. Hiromu Tap- Takahashi was born in 1989. He is 28 years old. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I mean, obviously Okada's only like 30. Well, Osprey was born in 1993. He is 25. 1993. And he's <laughs> top five in the world. Yeah, and look and look at this. This is this is why New Japan is so so good right now. Is I think they have the three best wrestlers in the world, and the they're twenty five, twenty eight, and thirty. You know what I mean? Like Minoru Suzuki, who you know up until probably losing that belt to Naito, you know I had said was my MVP of the year through the first quarter. Nobody has had nobody had a better year than Minoru Suzuki. I mean it was it was arguable that. You know, nobody nobody had a better year than him. And he's like 49. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that Okada's 19 years younger than the guy and that's how good he is? And here's the, I'm here's trying the to thing. I think of a wrestler in the mm-hmm. WWE right now that would be in the top five, if not maybe one in the top ten, two possibly, um, which baffles me because, again, like you just said, Minoru Suzuki easily – could slide into that list. Yes, a little of, of, of a cool-off, if you will. But you could have put Zack Sabre in that list come March. I'm sure a God, lot so of people good. did. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's insane. The, I think the only WWE guy that you can really are, insert into a top five right now, or top ten, but if you you know, you know could argue into top five, is Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, the only guy yeah. Yeah, and if you want to include other stuff, I think Johnny Gargano is having one of the best years going too. But that's you know that's NXT, which NXT is always good. But I mean, Seth Rollins is the only guy who is having the matches that these guys are having. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, yeah. So you know, long story short, Osprey Hiromu. <laughs> I mean, if if they go as long the as Hiromu. Yeah, if they go as long as Hiromu and Ishimori went with that pacing and how much I love Taiji Ishimori. I got you on Ishimori. Your 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 new goal is Ishimori styles. Like you're all on board with them. But think of if they go that if Hiromu goes as long as he did with Osprey at that pace with how good Osprey is, how good this match could be. I mean, it's and you know here's the other here's the last thing about this match. I'll save so we can get to the the, the big two, but. The consensus, when we did predictions before the Best of Super Juniors started, I said Ishimori, Hiromu in the finals with Ishimori winning. And when I got that right, I loved this match so much more because it was, it it felt like an upset in a way because Hiromu won. And then you just got yes, to see more. because they generally of, uh, would, would go with the Ishimori route mm-hmm. and... And yeah, and everybody, you know, it's not like he was the underdog by no means, of course, meaning Hiromu Takahashi, but you're right. It certainly did feel like it because of this slide, because of the grief of Daryl and the hell, even Daryl too, or Daryl Jr., uh, you know, kind of meeting a, a, a fate similar. And it's, yeah, you know, it's just something where you're like, whoa, you know, where's this going to go? And then again, you get a John Wu followed by a Hurricane Rana, followed by like 20 <laughs> extra minutes past that, that crazy beginning, you know, and, and it's the one of, uh, you know, maybe a few times where I agree, you know, when, when Meltzer gave it five and a half stars, I was like, yeah, 
<laughs> there, yeah. there's there's no doubt about that, you know. And 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 like you said, with them having chemistry as they did, um, that I saw that I bore uh, witness to at New Beginning earlier this year. I mean, just what are these two gonna do? You know, they're they've been at each other thinking, how can we steal this show? And so and that's the and and that's how it's gonna be with Naito and Jericho. And so it's just of- yeah. Think of this too. Osprey has been selling his neck like a maniac this whole tournament. Mm-hmm. Hiromu debuted D because he doesn't have another name for it, and he's been beating people with the triangle choke. Triangle, yep. They they arguably have been playing the seeds for Hiromu's new submission move and that gross pile driver that he does. Mm-hmm. They're playing the seeds to what. Osprey's injury is And it makes me even more excited that Oh my god I didn't even see this coming Hiromu started doing a pile driver And a triangle choke And Osprey has his neck worked over for, for Nine shows, eight shows It just blew my mind Like they've been planning like, So even more I'm like Oh my god they're, they've been, oh, it's just, God bless America New Japan is The way that they structure these matches and that ever, and it, and it goes back once again. Like I said, when you know on the the best of Super Junior final, I had to watch the entire card. I know there was, you watched some. There's some you didn't see, but everything that they put on on film for you to watch, everything always means something. Mm-hmm. You just got to figure out when it when the payoff is and why they did it. And literally, just now as we're talking about this, I thought about that. When, my God, they've been planning this whole match, this whole tournament, with Osprey's weakness being Hiromu's new move. I, <laughs> I can't wait. Because it I literally cannot. came out of nowhere in this tournament. And, mm-hmm. and wow, uh, you and just you blew noticed, the audience's mind. <laughs> you notice Hiromu, I believe, started one and two in the tournament and mm-hmm. then started putting people in this triangle choke and then ran the table. Wow. <laughs> like, I just... I'm... Tetsuya Naito, Chris Jericho. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. I am... I cannot fathom what that match is going to be. It's, it's hard Naito to Jericho. kind of even put so many words to explain this event. We can only use so many verbs, <laughs> adjectives, nouns, pronouns, whatever you want to say. It's just, it's excitement. It's just professional wrestling, a mixture of so many different, uh, you know, uh, movesets, varieties, all into one four to five hour show that is way more bearable than a WrestleMania apparently nowadays. But (laughs) it's just, again, we go with how we're coming off of Osprey and Aromu of just random, like, oh, this is going to be great, because it really is going to be a sight to see. It is going to be must-see TV. This event, I say, will be the most important, besides the all-in weekend of this year, bigger than your Wrestle Kingdom 12, because what happened after Wrestle Kingdom 12 planted, I would say, one of the best rivalries to come out of nowhere that I thought flatlined in the spring, especially coming out of uh, the greatest Royal Rumble where Jericho makes his return. But he said, <laughs> F face, no, I'm coming for you. And 
to me, this is my main event. I always get like, oh, yeah, it's Omega Okada. Best two out of three falls. For this, this is what I want to see. This is Tranquilo, L-I-J, Tetsuya Naito, the boss, battling the Alpha, the guy who has reinvented himself. I don't know better, I would say, than anybody in the history of professional wrestling. This guy truly is the GOAT. This guy probably is the best Intercontinental Championship. That's why I'm so excited. This is for the IWGP IC title because, again, I'm foreshadowing, guys. (laughs) But for Jericho (laughs) to become this just Ayatollah of rock and roll mixed with like grittiness and he could be raw and real. And then just Naito over there be like, okay, I'll see you in the ring. Like it's just brilliant storytelling. Like Jericho's <laughs> just anger and just validity is just going to go ham while Naito's just going to pose in the ring and we're just going to get a beautiful oh. match. I think this it's- is going to be, not a hardcore match. This is going to be a wrestling match, and I cannot wait. And Naito's not even posing in the ring, which is great. They, they they turn the lights off to show these Jericho promos, and they come back, and his hat's over his face, and he's acting like he's sleeping in the ring. Sleeping. And, he, and the lights, <laughs> oh, wait, what happened? What happened? Oh, he didn't show up and fight. And then, and like I said earlier, he, you know, he still hasn't worn the IWGP IAC title to the ring. He still mm-hmm. hates New Japan for rooting him, he said, because they didn't believe he could be <laughs> the guy. But then he buries Jericho and buries New Japan by saying, that was a waste of time, New Japan. You guys are idiots because you didn't display the Super Junior Tournament. You're too busy showing this idiot from overseas. <laughs> so now he's still yapping away at the company while complaining about the guy he's going to face. So Naito continuing to play the, the, the tranquilo part. And doing a great <laughs> yeah. job of it. It's, I oh, mean, it's, exactly. exactly. It's fantastic storytelling. And there's, there's a lot that this can be. I, I, I don't know in a straight one-on-one wrestling match, I'm going to say the same thing as I said about Omega Jericho. Jericho is, cannot, I think, fully rock out the entire New Japan style of breakneck pacing. The match he did with Omega had it, but they did such a mm-hmm. good job of Paul Havening it. Accentuate the mm-hmm. positives, hide your negatives. Um, the only thing that I think could maybe make this match not as good as the Omega-Jericho match is I think, and this is not a knock on Naito, but I don't think Naito's as good as Omega. And I think... The only reason I think that think is with has, you don't think his adaptability um, is that is on the same par. I, I think it is, but I, I think we've seen enough Naito matches where we've gone, man, that could have just been a little bit better. And mm-hmm. that's nitpicking too, because you know it's still like a four star match, so it's not bad. You know, like him and him and Minoru Suzuki, yeah, it could have been a little bit better. But it just it was it wasn't Tanahashi Suzuki, and that's fine because in retrospect, Naito is still extremely over, and you know even with them continuing to put him over, it's not like Roman Reigns where he's getting shoved down your throat and people are sick mm-hmm. of him. People want the Naito thing, so Naito's in a good spot where he doesn't have to be 
and and that's fine. You don't need him to do that. And that's you where have... this plays against Jericho so well. That relaxed night. Exactly. So, so, yeah, I mean, this will be a that's good where pace it match. Work. Yes. That's yes. What, yeah, and so that's where I'm going. Is that this could be paced well that will benefit Jericho and and allow them to work together better. Because you notice when Jericho wrestled Omega, Jericho did the Jericho with a good pace, and then when it was time to turn it up. Omega just started going ham and working around Jericho. But Jericho's good enough to always know where he needed to be or what bump he needed to take. So that's where, you know, you accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. And that's why Jericho's so smart is he knows that. He, okay, I'm not going to be able to do with Kenny, but I can get in every spot where Kenny needs me to be and make Kenny look good while keeping the match going. That's why this is going to work. We, we have Okada Omega to have this insane wrestling classic. These guys can do a wrestling classic of their own in a complete different style. And the, the benefit, I will say, going, going off of me saying Omega is better than Naito, is Naito is going to be able to work a pace that fits Jericho's style at this, this stage of his career that will make the match that good. Whew. All, all I know is... <sighs> <laughs> Damn, Again, man. It, it's... It's Alex just a... sent me a picture of uh, uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago where they show all the new signees in the crowd. It's LeBron James on Bobby Roode's head. <laughs> Damn, that's too funny. Sorry. I, 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 I agree. I, I, I think they're different styles. And usually Jericho is, is playing the Nitro role. So I think this is why, again, this is a, a fun, exciting a uh, different avenue for both, and uh, again, guys, I you know I, I I do a lot of like huh, and whoa and great, but it's it's you can't put what these matches are in words. It's you have to watch them with just it's an artistry of what these two are going to to kind of do. And I I am a Nido guy. I, I obviously you know Lij I I have a few of their shirts. Hell. Ryan's a fan. He's going to be sporting some awesome LIG merch, you know, here pretty soon. And to me, this this just is a, going to be a classic ass whooping, um, you know, just with two guys, two two guys that have been going at it in their careers. And finally, the best of both worlds. Who the hell would have thought we would have seen these two, especially after the year Naito had in 2017. Um, uh, this might be the match, though, that brings the spark back into Naito uh, in the ring. And and I think it's a, a great way to go around and do it. And I, I, have, I have some theories here about these top two matches, top three matches here. And I'll save these theories for the prediction aspect because it's gonna, I'm going to need to analyze winners and losers here. Um, obviously, the main event... Wait, I mean, so you're saying with these two, they have implications? Are you saying we're going to get uh, Jericada, uh come the end of the year? Not that, but I think I, I think there's a few things that could play into a lot of these, these big three matches. And this is me trying to think, what would I do if I'm, if I'm Gato? But okay. going up here, because we're, we're about a half hour left in the show here, because it's and, and we still haven't talked to main event here. We might we might go till Dominion at this point. Um, we we got Kenny Omega challenging Kazuchika Okada. Okada calling out Omega himself. They made the match uh, after the the great Tanahashi 
Okada match and the the V12 title defense. Um, is I'm going to say this right off the bat here to not immediately jump on the bandwagon and have people go, God, you just love Okada, that's why. I think this match obviously has the potential to beat any match that those three have done. I think I, I still said that Wrestle Kingdom 12 match between those two is the greatest match I've ever seen in my entire life. I think depending on the avenues this match goes, two out of three falls, and the way that these two can suspend your disbelief on Han, on who's going to really win, and the fact that I've been on the, the train that I thought Okada had a chance to lose Omega at, at Wrestle Kingdom 11. Uh, lose the night out WrestleKing 12 and also lose to um, Tanahashi at Wrestling Duntaku. I'm obviously on the feeling that, you know, same thing because when, you know, it's, he's going to lose sometime. It's just a matter of when. So I'm going to have that in the back of my mind. Like I'm watching, you know, Lakers Celtics game seven of the NBA finals again. What I will say to be the optimistic is, if Kenny Omega tries to really take this match into a different avenue and, and, you know, we all know Kenny Omega's goal is, you know, the best bout machine. He wants to do everything in his power to have the greatest match, be the greatest ever, you know, do all this stuff. I do think there's a slight chance that Kenny could really try to drag this into uncharted waters or really try to do too much that, Maybe it hits a snag or it drags a little bit. I don't think that's out of the realm of, of possibility. Do I think it happens? No. Do I think this match goes the full five stars and is one of the best matches this year? Yes. But I think there's a chance because of how... Now, this match very well may go 40 minutes. And we're completely like, oh, I didn't expect that hell of a match. This match could go 85 minutes. We don't know. And the thing that worries me is... If this goes longer than an hour, could it start to kind of go, okay, you know, or is it going to be so good we're going to stay in? Yeah, and I don't think so either, but I don't think, I I don't think for the sake of bringing it up that that can't be discussed or can't be brought to fruition because there's always a chance that, you know, these guys have, you know, they're three for three and, and I'm sure they can go four for four, but it's just such a different avenue with such high expectations because of what their hour draw was last time. And them making a point of saying the words, no time limit, two out of three falls that this could go an hour without even a fall. Do you think they're that ballsy to do that? <laughs> it's Kenny. Think, think, think of this. I think Kenny Omega is the guy going in trying to decide, not, not, decide everything, but he's going to be the guy that comes to the table with all the ideas. Okada's the, the best wrestler in the world who will go, okay, now let's piece it all together. And I think these two, I mean, we, we know the magic they can do together. But it, I just, I sometimes worry that Kenny may try to go above and beyond to the point that maybe, maybe the odds will just kind of run. And I say that and Maybe because, that's his downfall. And maybe, maybe it is. I mean, we, we, you know, it was still, it was still a flawless, not flawless, but I still want the five stars. But we saw when some of those insane risks to going above and beyond with that Golden Lovers Young Bucks tag match, there was a couple hiccups. Mm-hmm. Now the storyline and the emotion with the four of them is was so tremendous. It didn't matter. You know what I mean? It, it didn't matter whatsoever. But sometimes, you know, sometimes it just it. It can be too much. 
Now, yeah, just never trust a bushi with the top rope suplex. That's all I got to say. <laughs> or, or apparently the moonsault anymore. But, <laughs> you know, but it's just, honestly, you know, if I had to put a gun to my head, I'm, gun to my head, this is going to be match of the night, match of the year. But I just, I'm, I'm preparing myself in the back of my head that there's a chance that something could just kind of go, all right, you know, we're 20 minutes in and they're still working a headlock. They're doing this, like, like, I guess that's kind of where the avenue I'm they're going. They're not going to Samoa Joe the situation. They're they're not I, going I don't mean to, Samoa to do Joe. that. I don't mean Samoa Joe in it. But when I watch Nigel McGuinness and Brian Danielson go an hour live at the St. Paul mm-hmm. Armory, it was tremendous. But 30 minutes into the match, Brian Danielson throws a headlock back on and says, I can do this all day. And the crowd booed <laughs> him. Now, it was because of his gimmick it worked. But mm-hmm. I could just see for the point of stretching this match – to such a long time limit that they are doing something like that to kill time. Not, I'm just going to lay on Roman Reigns in a headlock because we don't have anything else to do. I mean mm-hmm. it as how, how do we buy ourselves time so we can still go 45 minutes, but kill 20 on top of it to go longer than an hour is I guess the long story short. Are countouts going to be a factor in the fall? Wouldn't that be kind of cool? We always see the jumping in at 19. Wouldn't that be kind of cool yeah. if it wasn't a draw? Or like, a, not a title draw, a count out? Yeah, I think that would be definitely uh, interesting. I mean, it, it would be, I think a lot of people would find it cheap. But it, like you just pointed out, in the realm of New Japan, everybody makes it at 19 and three quarters, um, it seems like. So uh, that's why I'm wondering if that, obviously, disqualifications is not a thing in New Japan pro wrestling. Thank goodness. Um, but you know, it, it's interesting where, you know, how that, if that count out, you know, does play a factor, you know, into this matchup. And like you say, you know, there's, there's a lot of anticipation, obviously for this match, there's a lot. And, and what's cool is it's not really the cleaner persona non grata that we're getting here. Yes. I don't know if you saw the promo uh, video that they aired uh, a few days ago on new Japan, um, dot com 1972.com he was kind of getting in that cleaner swagger if you will but you know not not fully um so i think that's why i think this is a good mono a mono type matchup mm-hmm. um and, and i think the the effectiveness of you know the anticipation the the you know the anxiousness to see these two back in the ring um i don't i hope it won't affect it i hope this isn't a, a star wars episode one or or Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, where there's so much hype, and then you just go and you're like, ah, oh, that 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 was it. And I think a lot of people are going to have that reaction because it's 2018. You know, people mm-hmm. have a either short term or not short term, you know, short attention spans, or they just want to you know troll on something. Um, I I think these two are gonna blow the roof off. When I think of this match, Ryan. And a year ago, I would have been like, yeah, this is going to be a cool match. But when I honestly think of this match and the stipulations, the history that these two men had last year, I'm in a euphoric state where I'm just going to go in just with a blank slate in my mind. No, like, ooh, what's going to happen here? What are they going to do in this spot? What's going to happen in minute 27? I'm just going to go in there and just see two of the best athletes, if not number one and number two in the world of professional wrestling. 
in in I don't in just anything right now, and them just go to you know Osaka Joe Hall, and and literally probably blow the minds of everybody in that audience, and everybody <laughs> streaming around the world because you know they're going to do something new. They know. Or, or hopefully, you know, they, they know they have to break that Japanese table when Omega jumps off of, <laughs> I don't know, maybe somewhere off the audience, you know, onto Omega as he drills his elbow into Omega's heart there. I mean, it's it's going to be, it's going to be a dandy, not an L dandy, but it's just going to be just <laughs> a, in an awe of what you are watching again, just go in there, ladies and germs, just with an open mind, just a, a, I'm witnessing something special. I am witnessing the, the, the rotation and how people think of what wrestling should be and not just something out of Stamford, Connecticut. This is something that is expanding a worldwide phenomenon. Hell, New Japan isn't even all Japanese wrestlers. Oh, hell, we got two Canadians again in the main events of your two biggest <laughs> shows of the year. So I mean, this is just a great transition. Just the wheels are turning that's why I keep saying Dominion, June 9th, 2018, is the most important show. Of course, besides what's happening in Chicago, where Russell Cast Radio will be uh, yeah. participating in. <laughs> but I, I just think this has so, such important ramifications. The subscriptions that happen, the, the chats on the interwebs here. Um, the Dave Meltzer eight-star reviews that'll come out, you know, Saturday afternoon. Hell, when we do our show tomorrow night, you know, where we're going to have, you know, pretty much, hopefully we can watch multiple matches, but we're going to do kind of a, a, a watch-along and kind of dissect the match, you know, kind of a, a different perspective. Because, um, you know, Ryan's going to analyze the crap out of this uh, within a few <laughs> hours here. Um, but but this this is just something... This is once in a lifetime. This over overtakes Roxena. You know, this overtakes. Sad to say, I mean, this, this is on there with Austin Rock. Depending on how this match goes, after my fourth viewing, this possibly could be end up being the best rivalry of all time Ooh. in professional wrestling, and they're just getting started, and that's the scary part. Well, speaking of getting started, um, let's hit them with the FML Solutions because we, we, we owe it to them to go to that quick play. Um, we got about 20 minutes left in the show here. This is only, you know, this, this is a small little 50-second commercial, so we're not going anywhere. We're just going to we, – we got to show them some love. Let's give our predictions here. I just uh, – I got I to gotta stand up for a second and stretch out for real quick. So we're going we're gonna to do the FML Solutions, talk about them good deer stands. Then we're going to give our picks because, boy, oh, boy, Alex, I got some, some theories that I think is going to make you make your head blow like my Osprey Hiromu talk. So FML time, Alex is going to tell you all about them, and then we will get right to the predictions in a minute. Be right back. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. 
the best part though is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made in the USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Man, my uh, my the sweat on my legs talking about this has me so excited. I'm like a like a fat guy in a bakery over here. <laughs> um, Ow, I just smacked myself with my Beats headphone. That really hurts. <laughs> right now, obviously, <laughs> we gave our picks on six of the matches, so we have three other matches here to kind of just talk over, and then when we get to the other six. Uh, we'll just, you know, if we have different, if we ch- have a change of heart since Monday, and we'll talk about, you know, the thoughts on this opening match: Suzuki Gun Juniors, El Desperado, and Yoshinobu Kanemura defending the titles against Ropungi 3K. <laughs> I'm sorry, I want to see that show. I want to see that cartoon in development. Suzuki Gun Juniors. The Suzuki Gun Juniors. Saturday mornings. <laughs> And you Baby Kanemaru like... throwing his bottle and then spitting milk out. <laughs> I stopped talking because I started thinking about, like, would this be like Rugrats and, like, Minoru Suzuki's Angelica, who's, like, all mad at them for doing No, things? it's straight Muppet Babies. I mean, Suzuki's obviously the leader. He's got his blankie, you know, not over his head. He's got it, you know, he's going straight Linus, you know, maybe a thumb suck every now and then, but he is <laughs> looking at you like he's going to rip your head off. Blanky in a hand. <laughs> um, I am going to go over Pungi 3K to retain the titles. It's to win them back? Sure, that's definitely possible. But uh, I I like that answer. I, I think you have to build them. I think Show and Yo, when they reclaim their IWGP uh, Tag Team Championships, um, I think they're going to hold them for a while. I think they'll probably finally get one title defense. Right, right Ryan? Um, or successful title defense. Uh, and I think this will probably lead into next year. And then finally, you know, who knows if it's too soon. Um, I don't know the whole trajectory. But then maybe this will lead to their, their singles feud heading into 2019. Because, again, we all know show is the uh, the diamond in the rough here. That, he shows a guy who I think in three years from now could go heavyweight and make a run. Kind of like you were talking about, like, you know, the big match with Okada. But I think, like, like in a serious, serious career change, he could go heavy. He's, he's big. I mean, he looks big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next match. I am going to go juice pinning Yoshihashi juice, juice Robinson uh, and Dave Finley win to set up juice and Jay white at the cow palace. That would be very nice. Um, I see Yoshihashi's hair. No, uh, I see Finley <laughs> actually pinning Jay White, but then Juice Robinson as you know, kind of a reverse of what happened um, when when Finley kind of got his title uh, title shot there. I think then Juice kind of steps in front of Finley and then does the challenge himself. But team uh, team Finn Juice uh, will definitely pick up the victory. Uh, then we go uh, the next tag match, kind of filler tag match. I'm going to go Suzuki Goon. I think, I think Yano. Oh yeah, I think Yano takes a pin. I'll go, I go. I no, I think Yano taps to Zack Saber Jr. I'm going uh, Suzuki Goon on this one. Agreed. 
Agreed. Ishii, I, I can't wait to see Ishii and Suzuki just go at it. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> also, um, uh, breaking news, RevPro says no to the WWE because yeah. they did not want to strain their relationship with New Japan. So uh, hopefully we'll get another Ishii Sabre Jr. matchup. I love it. I saw that earlier and I said, thank goodness that they didn't jump on either. That's mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. And I hope it doesn't tarnish them ever, you know, with anything in the long run, but... Uh, never tell doesn't matter. New Japan is the long run. See that preach, baby, preach. <laughs> uh, you got you going same. Uh, we both took Taichi to become the new Never Championship. Yes. Does it, anything change? Go oh, yeah. I'm no. I'm gonna I'm experience. I'm going. Uh, the only thing I could see is Goto retains and then he gets Elgin at the Cow Palace. But I don't think they go that far. I'm going Taichi with you. I, I think it stays the same. Um. Tag title match. Uh, we both went Evil and Sonata over the Young Bucks. Uh, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going Lij. Alex, you making a change? No, I'm I'm sticking with the Lij as well. Shout out to Bushi. Get well soon. Why aren't you on the card? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think Lij kind of keeps their dominance. I think their their power kind of you know overtakes the Bucks. Uh, and who knows? Maybe Matt's back is still checked. Uh, you know, that might come into play. It only hurts when he's, you know, abroad a, a there. But, um, no, this this could be a, a very intriguing match. I This is probably number four. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch out of this nine-match card. Uh, next up, we have the six-man tag, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jushin Liger, and Rey Mysterio taking on Cody, uh, Marty Skrull, and Adam Page. I am switching from the faces to the Bullet Club because I think Liger's in this match just to take the fall. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. I'm going to also go Bullet Club, but that's because Liger accidentally uh, throws a hiccup over at Mysterio and uh, and, costs, and has Marty Skrull gets a Mysterio into the chicken wing. Now, I think that that still could be something that happens, but I think it's I think you flip it, and I think Liger's the one that takes the fall, because I, okay. I don't... I, I like I like your thought and I like the way you're going with it, but I don't think they bring in Mysterio to take the fall unless they really have no plans of using him after Cow Palace, and they're like, well, well, no, he's going to be in the E in the fall. I mean, yeah, it, yeah I mean, this is just going to be a couple to. of month thing. Yeah. So okay. So now you know maybe maybe not maybe maybe I don't think Liger takes it if that happens because yeah you, you if he, Mysterio's not staying there you don't need to book him any kind of angles make your guy look strong I like it I like it um Will Osprey Hiromu Takahashi you had Hiromu uh any change Ooh, no damn that's hard I I just I we're all winners we're all winners after this match <laughs> but no the ticking time bomb Reclaims and uh, maybe we will get uh, many more Daryls with the uh, the championship reign. Let the coronation begin for the 81st I am, champion. I am switching from Osprey to Hiromu. I think Hiromu is winning. Now, there's one reason why I really think it could happen, um, but I I probably shouldn't give that away because it could be taken as a spoiler. Um, hmm. But it also could be taken as it still happens and has nothing to do with the spoiler. So it could be just me reading into something a little too much. But what what I do, what I what I said to Alex, and this is just a crazy bold prediction, but what I'm hoping is Desperado comes out and is, makes the challenge against Hiromu. Um, 
takes off the mask and just just wor- starts working as Kyosuke Mikami and with Taka as the manager kind of role and Taichi moving up to heavyweight, he then says, I'm done playing around. I am going to be the dominant junior in Suzuki-gun and breaks away from, from Kanemaru as a tag team. And maybe this is kind of the – Kanemaru just kind of goes and does his own thing as uh, as Kyosuke Mikami goes off. Otherwise, I could see – I still could see Desperado being the guy to come out and make the challenge against Hiromu. Hmm. And and I think we would all be good for that. And and I like <laughs> that aspect where he you know he kind of does a a totally a totally different change. Um, I, I think it would be something fresh for him. And he can always go back as El Desperado, you know, kind of at any time. So again, I think it'll be a, a special moment that happens. But if Desperado does not come out to challenge the uh, the new champion. Oromo Takahashi, who do you think is uh, is a uh, a guy to come out and, and challenge for the strap? I, I think just because he's not booked, I think Ishimori could come out Ishimori. and win his rematch. Yeah, and no one's going to be mad at that. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. And, and I think that the telling thing where you – where you can do the Hiromu versus Ishimori thing, or, you know, to be fair, I think Ishimori comes out regardless because I think he could come out and, and, you know, if Osprey retains, he can come out and claim that I beat you once, Will Osprey and the Super Juniors, I want my, my shot at you, a la, you know, people that beat the champ in the G1 type thing. Yep. And, Ishimori against either one of those two could headline a Kazuna Road show and they could sell out a Corican Hall with a junior main event, which is something they've never done before because of how good these guys are. This Uh, is the only time where I would tell them to uh, invoke their WWE-ness and just book (laughs) that as a triple threat. Oh, I'm fine with that. As good as it could be, I think these one-on-one matches just mean so much more to me. Like I, I was the biggest triple threat guy for years and years, and for whatever reason, like I think I got spoiled with how special one-on-one matches can be with New Japan. Now, with that being said, I'm sure it'll be a glorified spot fest car crash that I can't take my eyes off of. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> Um, what did you think of the four way at at Wrestle Kingdom this year for the uh, IWGP I went four and three quarters. Okay, I yeah, forgot I what your, your thoughts tremendous. were. Yeah, I thought it was tremendous. And, God, and it was happened this year. That's yeah, crazy. Know, like, like top ten all year. New Japan. Two stardom matches are in there too. Why not? Um, yeah, that did, did you finally watch that uh, Shirai and Tam Nakano versus Kagetsu and uh, 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 Sumiri uh, Nakao? I think her name is not that. Not yet. That, I have to know how to say their names properly before I can watch it. Okay, I'm working we're gonna work on it. I'm working on it. See how stressful that bat match was. I, oh, I want to pay them. respect to them. Uh, no, but you know what's crazier is yeah, wow, they probably have no the the Pierre Roulette and Walter match definitely has to be in that top ten. When we give our uh, mid-year rewards here, uh, come July here on WrestleMania Radio. I'll tell you when you when you come up and we do our mid-year award show. Uh, when you're here, we'll watch that start a match then, so then we okay. can talk it through and everything. 
Um, shout out to uh, Kagetsu and Hanakamura of, of Oedo Tai. We're going to be working uh, the best in the world pay-per-view for ROH and the tapings after. So that'll be kind of cool. Ah, I'm excited about that. Um, we both took Jericho over Naito. I think I'm still going to stick with Jericho. I agree. This uh, this match again. I, I this fills me with butterflies. Like I said, with the main event, I'm in a euphoric state. This it gives me v- butterflies because I'm I'm just my anticipation is more so for this match because it can it can go so many different ways and and I think this the style. The stylistic differences and similarities, I think, is going to be a treat. We're going to get vintage Jericho. We're going to get, you know, new new rock and roller, you know, the Ayatollah uh, Jericho kind of coming out, too. And and just to kind of see what state Nido will be in, I think that's the wild card of it all. You know, what happens if he does take the loss? I mean, as fans, uh, yeah, he's still tranquilo and all. But, you know, what, what's going to be in the broader scope? You know, what what does that mean you know, with all his LIJ brethren winning matches, winning titles, and Naito, you know, he can't even keep a strap for more than a couple of months, can't even win the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. So I think Naito, you know, even though he wants to be as tranquilo as he, you know, portrays, you know deep down he's going to want this match. So I hope that spark gets reignited within a few hours here. I know that spark that Jericho is going to give and bring everything to Tetsuya Naito. That's why, to me, this match is is just the pinnacle of just everything. It has that WWE style with, with New Japan. This is your true WWE versus New Japan dream match here. And this is get your popcorn ready, get a nice stiff drink for, you know, come 4.30 in the morning, uh, this is just going to be, as Bobby Roode used to say, glorious. <laughs> now, before we give our picks for the main event, I have a long-winded answer as to two or three avenues that this can go, and it involves the the Nido Jericho match. So, do you want me to give my big spiel, or do yeah. you want me to go after you? Ooh. Because this is where this is where. If if a couple of these things happen, I think you're going to do more of your with how they could book this. And this is me it's extreme booking, but I but booking in a way that they do things that make sense to make it even better. God, if you're going to say it's going to be Nido Omega, I'm I might my head might explode. Um, I'll go first then. I I will say I think Kazuchika Okada retains against Kenny Omega to retain the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Yes, you know, people are, I don't know, are really clamoring for a change, you know, especially with the G1, you know, just around the corner here. You know, that that could make that a little bit more fun. You know, him kind of chasing, you know, chasing for the title now in a tournament could be a, a, a must-see, but, but, you know, an enjoyable watch. But I think Okada, you know, keeps that strong, you know, I don't want to say strong style, even though strongstylemedia.com. But, you know, more so of he's just, he's the guy. I mean, I don't think Omega as deserving as he is. What was the point of the Golden Lovers? You know, is Ibushi going to come out? Are they going to cause friction already after they, you know, kind of only brought him back? It seems like for a while, but it's only been, what, 
three months. So, you know, I, <laughs> yep. I think to me, it just defeats the whole purpose of that. I mean, unless it was just to sell stuff at pro com, which, Hey, they got our money. Uh, which, <laughs> hey, it's pretty awesome merch, but um, you know, so I, I think Okada retains this, you know, like you said, will probably be on that short list, if not the match of the year. There's not going to be disappointment, trust me, unless something horrifically catastrophic happens to one of these athletes. But Okada wins, and I think because when he does drop the title, it's going to be someone fresh. It's going to be to someone new, and I think that's kind of the the best route to go and and all I can say is is again watch greatness. Pay your nine ninety nine. If you're on the fence, get NewJapanWorld.com. Watch Dominion. Just be in awe, and then start at Wrestle Kingdom twelve, and just watch the big shows in there. If you've got five days to kill, watch the the BOS J twenty five tournament, and lead it all to this. And you will just change your mind on what you watch on a weekly basis. Sorry, Ryan. Take the floor. <laughs> no, no, that was fantastic. Um, so there's a couple avenues we can go with this. I think if we if we go the we'll go. I'm gonna pick Okada. I never pick Okada, and that's mm, gosh. I always pick Okada. I, I always pick against Okada, and he wins. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna pick Kenny Omega. I'm gonna stick with Omega. Because if Omega wins, then I, I look good on paper. And if Okada wins, then I'm happy on the inside. So I'm just, I'm not going to jinx it. I'm not going to F that noise. I'm, I'm, I deleted Time that. Out. You okay. look good on paper. That's like one out of ten. You're batting like <laughs> worse than Michael Jordan. Thankfully, we have like the exact same picks for every everything except for the main event. So if I, if I suck, you suck Oh, with me. yeah, so. good call, good call, yes. <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, I just, I'd rather get this wrong and Okada wins. Um, but if, so I, I think, I think the one avenue that happens is I think the reason Jericho beats Naito is to have Jericho drop the, the title then at the Cow Palace. Does he drop it back to Naito? Maybe. But I think there's a decent chance that they could set up at a Kazuna road that Jericho takes on Hiroshi Tanahashi and Tana beats Jericho for the IC title. So now you have the IC on Tana. He doesn't have to, you know, he can have a decent run in the G one, but not win. And then if you want, you can have Tanahashi taking the Nakamura role, defending the IC title again at Russell kingdom. So I think that gets the IC title off of Naito and out of it, out of his way. Now I think there's a couple av- avenues you can go. I think the easy one is Okada beats Omega, and Okada and, and Naito wins the G1 again, and we get a rematch with Naito finally dethroning Okada. You know, you have the Naito's hit rock bottom, losing a Jericho now, but he manages to win his second consecutive G1. He gets the momentum back and he wins. Now that's an easy avenue to go. Mm-hmm. I think I think one thing we could see happening is um, we could see Okada run win run the table at the G1 and be the be the champion that wins the G1 finally. King of Pro Wrestling, you make a number one contendership match that Naito wins, and that's how we get Naito Okada. 
because then if Naito beats Okada, he's beaten the guy who's held the belt for umpteen hundred days. He ran the table at the G1. You know, it, it makes it makes Naito look even better than when he wins the match. I think there's a chance we could see Kota Ibushi circa Invasion Attack 2015 when Ibushi had AJ Styles beat and Omega got on the apron and they had the stare down and Omega didn't know if it was Bullet Club or, or his friend. And he got back down, but it was enough for Styles to cost, uh, or, or him to cost Ibushi and Styles to beat Abushi. I think there's a chance Omega could have Okada up in the in the one wing angel and Abushi jumps on the apron and Omega does the what the hell are you doing? Okada gets behind him and hits the Rainmaker and beats him. And that's the way you can start leading the dissension to lead us to Omega Abushi at Wrestle Kingdom. So now we have Omega Abushi Wrestle Kingdom and then like I said we've built Okada uh to to let or to give Naito the victory at, at Wrestle Kingdom. Now's where there's a couple crazy things you could do. Is Kenny Omega could be the one to defeat Okada. He wins the title, and Okada wins the G1. I think if Okada loses the title, he's winning the G1 regardless. Now we have the stare down, Omega Okada 5, Wrestle Kingdom. But inside that tournament, Naito defeats Omega in just a tournament match, a la Evil beating Okada. Mm-hmm. Naito beats Kenny Omega at King of Pro Wrestling, and we still that way get to Okada Naito with Naito finally beating Okada. I think that's a distinct possibility that could happen. Because if you, if you look back, Okada won the G1, and Tanahashi beat Styles at King of Pro Wrestling and changed the whole thought of Styles and Okada at Wrestle Kingdom instead. Yeah, they but aren't got... we just running into a whole John Cena, Randy Orton kind of situation where it's the same thing? Where's, you know, kind of, you know, anybody else out of these prime, you know, kind of four that you're going to? You know, isn't Tana kind of, wasn't the swan song his, you know, the loss to Okada, you know, last month here, you know, kind of his last probably title defense, possibly ever, you know, unless they give him yeah. one more rub before his next talking, thing. Fucking Tanahashi's in the IC title. He has nothing to do with this. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why does he need the, he doesn't need the IC title. He doesn't, I mean, I, why not finally give it to a Juice Robinson or, you know, even, even run it to a Jay White, you know, kind of have him get that. Well, that's not saying you can't do that, but then let's let's go back to Cow Palace. You can't have Juice and Jay White if Jericho's dropping the belt to one of them. Because if Jericho's only doing one more match, he's got to drop the title at the Cow Palace then. <sighs> Touche. So, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm trying. Well, my mindset was how do I logically get the belt off Naito? to get him this hot finish, to get him back into the main event and get his win back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where I think, I think that goes. Uh, somebody was doing something weird. Um, so I, I think your other avenue you could get to is I think you could have Okada beat Omega and you have Omega or Ibushi win the G1. And do the same thing at King of Pro Wrestling where the other beats Okada. And then we get Omega Abushi for the title at Wrestle Kingdom in the main event. Hmm. I like it. 
So I think I there's like a that lot of, scenario. There's a lot that could play out here, but I think if you're going to go back to Naito in the Wrestle Kingdom main event to give him that win finally and finally give him that title run, I think he's got to drop the belt to Jericho. I think it's got to happen. I think if Naito beats Jericho, then the plan isn't for Naito to go into Wrestle Kingdom. I think, to be honest with you, if Naito beats Jericho, I'm even more confident Omega's winning. Oh, and Alex got booted. <laughs> what an anticlimactic way to get eliminated from the Dominion. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, guys, get get ready for it. It's It's about to start happening. We're 27 minutes away. It's going to be tremendous. We appreciate y'all for coming on here. We'll have more of it. You know, we'll, we'll be back t- tomorrow night doing more of this. I can't wait for it. Enjoy the show. Interact with us on Twitter uh, at uh, WrestleCast underscore SSM. It's going to be tremendous. I cannot wait for this show. We thank y'all for staying up late with us watching it. Go enjoy yourself, Dominion. This is WrestleCast. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.